0: Welcome, wombat folk and trolls, sorcerers, and orcs to Rated RPG, the fantasy role-playing podcast where we toss dice and have fun adventures with our friends. This is The Valley of Green Gold, episode 48. So Silbeth, you have a wild magic surge and you teleport yourself 30 feet outside the doors of this building a little bit closer to the front doors of the mines, which are open, and you, because you have dark vision, and because you're closer to those doors, you can see inside the mine, and that's where you see a lanky, greenish-gray troll appearing in the doorway of the building. His lanky body is stooped, he's large, he's covered with oozing pustules. His yellow eyes glaring at you as long strings of drool drop from his open maw and rotten fangs.
1: He sees you. And he looks hungry. Hey, you guys, I was just talking to Silbeth, and Silbeth disappeared in front of my eyes. I, I don't know where she went. Uh, uh, ah! Phil!
2: Yeah, I'm just, I'm gonna yell
3: Troll! Yeah, I know Wendell's a troll, but like you know, you just gotta <laughs> deal with him, okay? I yeah, you know no, it's a
2: tro- of his charm, tro- you know. Troll, troll by the mines. <sighs> Guess I'm gonna take a point of emotion from that because it's
0: a troll. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you gotta you gotta roll that again. If you get a one, you surge. A nine.
4: Were these the trolls okay. we <laughs> saw, like when we were going towards like a? a there was like a fight at like a barn. with Were those trolls? Is this those guys we hit in the nuts? Those were
0: ogres. Oh, those were ogres.
4: Okay, I thought it was the ball guys back. Trolls are more powerful. Okay, oh.
0: You had heard that trolls were a sort of a common monster that were found in the mines. Can he fit through the current gap in the doors or will he have to open them? No, the doors are open a couple of meters. So he can fit through, he can squeeze through there. Actually, it doesn't really have to squeeze through there. Cause he's about three meters wide, something like that. So it is the swarm of spiders' turn. They only have a couple of hit points Wait, left. Wait, you skipped
1: Wendell's turn? I did. Yeah. Didn't wow. you just blast a shitload of spiders <laughs> to death?
0: Yeah, didn't you just kill the spiders? <laughs> yeah,
1: Crokey uh, still got to go. Oh right, mm. I forgot about Crokey. <laughs> What's Crokey gonna do? Crokey's gonna try to embrace skeleton with the helmet. Embrace? Like, grab him? Yeah, like a very tight embrace. A damaging (laughs) embrace. Like a mean hug? Yeah, mean hug. Yep. Okay, roll it up.
3: Kroki has the strangest fighting style for a zombie (laughs) ever. Uh
0: (laughs) Uh-huh. Thirteen. He reaches out to try to grab a hold of this uh, skeleton tortle, and uh, the tortle just kind of waves his arms and uh-huh. gets gets away from him. Crokey can't get his hands on him.
1: Ah, uh, Damn it, Crokey! <laughs> <laughs> Hug harder next time.
4: Well, does Wendell do anything
1: else? Um... Mm-hmm.
0: You I mean, did, I think you did move into the room on I your I did turn, move in a little
1: so. bit, so I'll, yeah, he's just gonna hang there and finish off any rogue spiders, unless, you know, the troll proves to be real. That yeah, could happen.
0: <laughs> the swarm of spiders decides to head toward you. What's left of them, anyway. They attempt to bite you, Wendell. They crawl all over your fur, and you do a little dance, and they fall away harmlessly.
1: Ew, get off me.
0: Does Wendell take a level of emotion from this? <laughs> <bones?
1: laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> it's Clubhead's turn. Okay, Clubhead turn. Let's make it a good one. One for the books. Here we go. I'm going to start my turn by smashing my sewer stick onto the skeleton with the helmet, taking care to aim for his not as armored parts. I hope. Nope. (laughs) Three on the die for a 10.
0: Yeah, the careful aim was not so careful. You hit him right on the most armored part of his head.
3: Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and embrace my role in this (laughs) fight, which is to absorb all the damage. And I'm going to move closer to the swarm of spiders uh, up there, presenting myself as a a better target, maybe. Yeah, they might take you up on that. They might. Let's hope. Uh, That's it. Although, as soon as it's it's Skeleton's turn, I'm going to make him take that con save.
0: Okay. Well, it's not the uh, Skeleton or the spider's turn right now. It is the troll's turn. Oh, boy. A troll large, but they don't move particularly fast. The troll comes charging toward Silbeth. It's actually going to to dash to use as much of its movement as it can to get right up on Silbeth. Okay. So close, Silbeth can (gasps) smell its foul stink. It's wearing, looks like maybe a big piece of canvas, much like the canvas that you saw inside the mining building. It's tied around its waist with a big piece of rotten hemp rope. And as it's looming over you, you smell its stank. You stank, buddy. <laughs> Does it frighten Silbeth?
2: Well, there's a 50 50 chance. Okay. She's probably seen trolls in the jungle. So higher than a 50, yes. A 50.
0: Okay. Wow. All right. Yep. All right. Iron, iron in your blood, man, or ice in your veins. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) the uh, dead skeletal skull continues to be dead. Silbeth, it's your turn.
2: Okay. As my action, I'm going to disengage. As my bonus action, I'm going to cast Expeditious Retreat. Okay. Run away! (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, I can't dash this round because I already used my bonus action to cast it. Or wait, no, I can. Yeah. Awesome. So, I'm going to dash. I saw how far it could move this round, so how much farther can I move than it
0: seemed to move? Twice as far. Your your movement rate is similar to a troll, so with your dash you can get twice as far. Right, but you said it dashed last round? Yeah, you don't know quite how far it was away when it started its dash, so it might've had a few feet left of its movement, but. Got it. Yeah. So
2: I'll just, you know, move my full
0: dash then. All right, so bonus action, you cast it. Disengaged was your action. Right. It does say, as part of the bonus
2: action of casting it, you can dash. And then it's a bonus action every round thereafter.
3: See, you get to move twice your speed without provoking.
1: Yeah. Okay. Hey guys, I see Silbeth again. She's running away from something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Silbeth runs down the road that you guys took to get here. Not terribly far, but far enough where you can get your eyes on the whole layout of the land here. And this troll is looking really nasty. <laughs> I don't know why, but I picture her doing
3: the uh, Captain Jack Sparrow run. <laughs>
4: <You
0: know>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Bunny DuPain, uh I think because you know you don't really have an enemy right in front of you. Wendell was just moving around. Silbeth is doing something outside. I think you would have looked out the doors of this building and seen Silbeth book ass down <laughs> past the doors, running away from something very quickly. Like I kinda I kinda thought
2: I could conserve my resources in
0: this fight, but I don't think that's gonna happen now. So You've done you've done a decent job so far. You have resources left. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. Which is sure. kinda nice. For sure.
4: Oh uh, shit. Alright. Clubhead, something bad is happening. I've never, Silbeth does not run this often from us, except when she's like really trying to find something with a dead lover, RIP. All right, shit, we need to kill him and get outside. I'm just gonna throw three things. I'm gonna save my four ice cold points until I think we really need them. So throwing three objects, here's number one. Don't fuck me! 16, is that it? Okay, you throw the first of these pickaxe
0: heads, it bounces off of the back of this thing's shell. You
4: wily coyote, here's number two!
0: Uh, 26! It turns to see where that thing Uh came from that just hit it, and you hit it with a second one, and that time it's eight bludgeoning damage, which turns into 16 bludgeoning damage, as this thing smashes into its front armor plates and just breaks them all apart. It's still fighting though. Oh.
4: You know what, that's all good, hey! And one to grow on! Bow! 20! That one
0: streaks through the air with expert precision, and it smashes it right in the head, knocks its head right off its body, and the rest of it collapses onto the ground. It is no more.
3: Awesome.
4: Whew. Okay. Clubhead, let's head outside Bubba. And then I, I started running towards the door with the rest of my action or uh, movement. Yeah, you'll be able to get like
0: right out the door where you can clearly see a nasty troll.
4: Oh, we're going to need a bigger club seat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. The swarm of spiders that is still in the room next to Clubhead notices that Clubhead moved closer to it. And it's like, oh, yeah, we'll eat you up. That'll be fine. Not
3: before my spores choke you out. What?
0: Spores? Yeah. No. <laughs> Constitution saving throw. It's a ten. Yay,
4: that's oh! a
3: fail. They take five necrotic damage.
0: Well, some of the spiders die, but they are acceptable losses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then they attempt to bite you all over your body. Sixteen to hit. Oh, thank goodness I have this shield. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They all start jumping at
3: me all at once, and I just yeah. block them with my shield, which is now covered in dead spiders, I guess.
0: Gross. Oh, man, gross. You shield them. They don't know that they're biting a shield. That's why it's funny. (laughs) Thank you
1: for explaining
0: that. (laughs) And then Wendell
1: the Wombat. Oh, boy. Well, I guess I have to finish off the spiders in front of me.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're clearly the most dangerous thing (laughs) in the area. Definitely.
2: Said no one ever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh, man. How are you gonna finish them off? What are you gonna do? Fireball? <laughs> yeah, if only... Disintegrate? Thunderwave? Yes.
1: yes. Butt smash? Use he, a wish
0: spell to make them go away.
1: I'm thinking maybe I won't worry about the spiders actually.
3: Why don't you true
1: resurrect them? <laughs> mm. I can probably resurrect at least one spider. I might like to summon undead, Uh, my new gilded skull. Okay. Wendell is going to summon undead, calling forth an undead spirit. Now, I don't know what the difference between the ghostly, the putrid, or the skeletal forms are.
4: (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: Who does? I do. (laughs)
0: Kind of. So which do you want to know about here?
1: Well, I'm kind of curious what putrid means for this particular situation.
0: So an undead spirit is going to have an armor class of 11 plus the level of the spell. So what would this be? Third. So it'd be a 14. 14 armor class. Uh, hit points are going to be 30 for ghostly and putrid or 20 for skeletal, plus 10 for each spell level above third, which you're not using. So 30 or 20 hit points. The ghostly can hover which is kind of nice and fly. They are immune to necrotic and poison damage, immune to exhaustion, frightened, paralyzed, poisoned. They have dark vision. They understand your language, and they have some unique capabilities. If you want the putrid one, they have a festering aura. If a creature starts its turn within five feet of the spirit, It has to do a constitution saving throw against your spell DC or be poisoned until the start of its next turn. If you choose the ghostly version, the spirit can move through other creatures and objects as if they were difficult terrain. If it ends inside of an object, it's shunted to the nearest unoccupied space and takes some damage for every five feet traveled. It has a multi-attack, so it gets a number of attacks equal to half the spell's level rounded down. So it doesn't have multi-attack, it has one attack in your case. Okay. It has a deathly touch if it's the ghostly, a grave bolt if it's skeletal, and a rotting claw if it's putrid.
1: I'll try a putrid one. It'll it'll team up with Kroki. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Wendell's gonna summon a putrid zombie undead thing. <laughs> All
0: right, a putrid zombie form of undead spirit comes into being thanks to Wendell, the necromancer. Wonderful.
1: Yes. My undead army grows. (laughs) Wendell, the (laughs) (laughs) necro-wombat. Now,
0: Aaron, you can control and open the undead spirit and take its actions. Oh, my gosh.
1: An additional character sheet. (laughs) (laughs) More things to keep track of. (laughs) Yay. All right. Does this thing get to act in this turn? Yeah,
0: it takes. It uses your turn too.
1: Holy shit.
2: That's something none of us have been in any of our podcasts or streams. Is like a summoner.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's Ooh, true. That would be fun. Undead spirit runs for the troll, excited to be back alive again and ready to eat. It's going to use a rotting claw. Rotting claw to attack the troll. Sick. It's gonna get a 19! That is enough to break through the troll's
0: thick, nasty skin. So this putrid, undead spirit slashes at the troll, uh, opening up a pretty decent cut on it now for eight slashing damage. Yeah, what's Crokey gonna do, Wendell?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Kroki's going to probably have to dash, do you think? Yeah, he could.
0: Probably get him outside in front of Bunny. Closer to the troll. How close? Like right there? Maybe a little bit closer. He does move a little
1: slow,
4: though.
0: So, yeah, that's a good spot for him.
1: Okay. Perfect. All
0: right, that's Wendell's turn. Mm Mm-hmm. Then the swarm of spiders that's next to Wendell, noticing that Wendell is ignoring them,
4: <laughs>
0: bites at him. 12 uh, for the attack roll. Is that a hit? That is. All
1: right. They deal five piercing damage for your
4: insolence.
1: <laughs> ah, it doesn't bother me. I have false life, <laughs> fools.
3: Temporary hit points. Strike again.
1: I am a master necromancer. No one can hurt me. <laughs> All right. Uh, club heads up,
0: and there's a swarm of spiders next to you. There is a swarm of spiders next to me.
3: I've heard that there's some baddie outside trolling my bros.
4: Damn <laughs> <laughs> right. Kill well, them
3: spiders, man. <laughs> yeah, we don't I don't want guess... things at our backside. Yeah, fair enough. I just, I feel like I've been so useless this fight. I'm gonna. I'm going to smack these uh, spiders with my shillelagh and then see what happens. Hey, 14 to hit.
0: 14 hits. A lot of spiders. uh, Nine nine bludgeoning. Nine bludgeoning damage. You smash a whole bunch of them. It's very satisfying. Ooh, satisfying
3: crunch. I'm going to then provoke an attack as I spin my move action, kind of moving closer to the action. And they bite at you ineffectively with a 13 to hit. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Do I have a bonus action I want to use? Actually, I don't believe
0: so. But
3: I have a cool plan for what I'm going to do next turn. It's going to be great.
0: Well, that's the end of Clubhead's turn. It is the Troll's turn, and Silbeth is on deck. So prepare your flurry of... Wild Magic,
4: Chaos Bolt. <laughs>
0: the troll, seeing this undead spirit in front of it, how dare it attack me. It swings a claw and hits for 10 slashing damage. And then swings another claw for eight slashing damage. And then it bites at the spirit for a 20 to hit for seven piercing damage. 25 points in total. Hey, uh, don't forget, actually, at the
3: beginning of its turn, it had to make a con save. And if it fails it, it had disadvantage on all of those attacks.
0: Yes, it's true, con save. I always forget those things. It did fail with a 10.
1: Ha! Yes! (laughs) Uh,
0: So with disadvantage on all of those rolls, the bite is the one that fails. Uh, 16 and a 21 would still hit, so 18 instead of 25. Nice. Perhaps more importantly, it's poisoned now.
1: It is? Mm hmm.
0: Ah, all right. All right. Uh, failed to con save, so is currently poisoned, not immune to poison. So it is poisoned. The troll had been damaged before by the rotting claw of the putrid undead spirit. That was eight slashing damage. But the troll, you noticed, completely healed up that damage at the start of its turn.
4: Oh, yeah. Mm.
0: (sighs) Oh, don't like that. So the troll has attacked. It is currently poisoned. I'm going to put a little poison symbol on there. All right. The uh, troll is done with its turn. Silbeth is up. Okay.
2: I think I'm going to cast a mind whip on it at third level, okay. as I don't think it has a very high intelligence. Intelligence saving throws are probably not
0: its forte. You might have just disturbed it while it was reading a book inside <laughs> the mind. You know? That is, that is very true.
4: <laughs> it had NPR playing right before we showed up.
0: Yeah, I was listening to uh, to Scott Inskeep talking about it. Steve Inskeep. Sorry, I fucked up my own joke. God damn. You sure
4: did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're
4: out.
1: Okay. I remember back in the 90s when Cool Whip put out Mind Whip. Yeah. Yeah? Didn't last very long. It was pretty tasty, but it, ah. it would just kill you every time.
4: Right on ice cream. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's weird that it's not giving me an option to cast at a
0: higher level. Oh, that is strange. At higher levels, when you cast this at a third level or higher, weird. At any rate, it failed its intelligence saving throw. And then you get to choose whether it can take a move, an action, or a bonus action. Only one of those on its next turn. It actually gets to choose, but yeah, it it can only take one. It must choose. Yep. Well, at least it's got a little bit of agency. And how much damage did you deal? Well, right now it is, that's pretty pathetic. That is tough. You got two ones on that and then a five. So,
2: seven psychic damage. I am actually going to use
0: empowered spell metamagic, okay, to reroll one of those
2: ones. Oh, I can reroll both of those ones.
3: Okay? Yeah. Powered is awesome. Okay. <laughs> you got
2: two ones. All right. Well, <laughs> what? Can't do it again. So there
0: what? you go. <laughs> Noticing that even though you empowered your spell, uh, you ended up with the same damage. I would say that would really infuriate Silbeth. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I, th- I think she's going to take another level. You bet. Here we go. A nine. Oh. But she's up to two. All right. Uh- Anything else for Silbeth? You're like, uh, what, 60? Uh, you're you you're about 90 feet away from uh, the troll.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll move a little closer. Okay. And then that's it.
3: Rerolling a snake eyes into another snake eyes. You do not see that every day.
0: Pretty classic. Like, you should bet the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bunny to you're up. And finally, there's an opponent worthy of you.
4: Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. Playing. I'm feeling I'm feeling I'm Okay, so I know what I wanna do. Yeah. So on that paracon cohen, right? It's basically like a bardic inspiration. Now I'm just gonna let you know what I'm gonna do after. I'm about to walk up to this motherfucker, talking hella trash, cause I'm activating my ice cold stunner for the first time, which will take uh ice cold point, and if he fails the constitution check, he's stunned until my next turn. So doesn't that mean we all have advantage on every attack after until my next turn? Yep. Fuck yeah! Okay, now can I use the paracon coin to somehow help with his check so that he has a harder time passing the check?
1: Uh, let's see. That would be like a bless. Uh, let me take a quick peek. Hey, bunny, don't get within five feet of my spirit.
4: Oh, oh okay. He's he can't tell friend from foe besides yourself.
1: Well, no. Yeah, he's got a. He he's very stinky. Just you you, you won't want to get close to him.
4: Oh, he's a Funkenstein. Okay. Yeah, Funkenstein. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, you can't yeah.
0: attribute it to a, to a negative to take away from a foe.
4: Okay, so it I have to land the bludgeoning attack first, and so I'm going to do the first of those. Uh, I want to move close enough so I can see him, so I can whip something at his head, but I don't want to get Funkified if I can help it. Uh you
0: could. You could if you if you wanted to, you could get uh, far enough away from the undead spirit that you don't get affected, but close enough to melee attack the troll. Oh then
4: that's what and the whole time I'm walking up I'm talking cash shit. Hey big fella, pick on somebody your own size, your mama's ugly, your daddy got a loose leg, you picking on the small ones, bunny the pain ice cold is in the house, and then I chuck. A goddamn, I don't know, I'm assuming I've kept at least one of those, uh, <laughs>
0: pickaxe, <accent>. ice
4: picks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> if I throw the club seat, it's never coming back. Goddamn it. So <laughs> hit with object. Come on. Kiss my ass.
0: That is a hit with 23.
4: 23, baby.
0: Woo. Oh, my God. Uh, heck of a hit. You're just talking trash, telling him his dad's got a loose leg. <laughs> you chuck that thing. Which, how did that shoot what that means. I don't know, but <laughs> it pissed him off. He looks up at you, gets hit in the head by an, a pickaxe head for 10 bludgeoning damage.
4: Oh, hell yeah. And now I'm activating the ice cold stunner. So he has to, it's a DC of 15 constitution.
0: All right. And now we
4: just cross our fingers. All right. Now I'm
0: going to move you. Do you want to be in in melee range or are you staying out of melee?
4: I still have a defensive ice cold point, but I did see him put up a quick 25 on the spirit. Yeah. So, slightly out of melee just in case, you know. Okay. He also can't
3: move and attack this turn.
4: Because of Tasha's magic.
3: No, Tasha's Mind Whip. Uh, oh, for the troll. Brad the troll. hit him with that spell. Yeah, so he can't oh, move hell an attack. Oh, yeah.
4: All right, but so I'm going to- Brad contributed like a damn boss. All right, so
0: you are able to get uh, like 10 feet away from the undead spirit, and a little bit further away from the troll. And the troll now has to make this con save. He rolled a 12. <gasps>
4: That's not 15! Stunned, <laughs> <Done>, bitch! <laughs> Let's go! All right, what happens to the troll? so he is stunned until my next turn he got that's st- what it says um he got stunned because he doesn't know his dad's got a loose leg what? <laughs> yeah like see he's fought a lot of people before most people <laughs> they kowtow but you know what they say it's no fun when the rabbit got the gun and bitch, i am the bunny so now he's just shook i'm all in his head <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay he's i'm gonna put another dot on him he's poisoned and stunned. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs>
4: Fantastic.
0: This
1: troll is on the ropes. All
4: right, so now I'm down to three ice cold points.
1: He's about to be paralyzed
4: if we're lucky. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna do. We should wail on his nuts. All right. All right. Uh, now, do I go ahead and use just another attack plus my bonus, or do I use another ice cold point and try to get three more attacks? <sighs> I'm spending that cash. Fuck it. What am I saving it for? Like I don't know. All right, so I'm gonna do another ice cold point. So I'll get. Uh, am I cheating? I'm not cheating, right? No. They yeah, you gotta you spend them. You spend them up. All right, we're spending that cash, baby. All right. Uh, here we go. out. Twenty three left. That is hey. a hit. Yeah. cheaper rocket.
0: So he's stunned.
4: He's standing upright, so he's not prone. So, should I drop kick him? Because if I drop kick him, he'll have to automatically go prone, right? Yeah. I mean, I've done a lot of attempts to at drop kick and they never work, but I will get funkified. But it's gotta work it to drop, how many chances can I drop kick a troll?
0: You can get, yeah, you can get close enough. that. You can drop kick the troll without taking on the funkification, yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: you can get far enough away from it. Wendell warned you. That's okay. the whole point.
4: <sighs> I look at him and say, this is what we call chopping trees in the industry, you big baby. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> hit him with advantage. 15. That is exactly Ooh. what you needed to hit him. <laughs> oh, nice. mercy me. We'll take it. So now I get one more attack. He's down. I guess I could do like a, I could do the leg lock. In order to get like a, a leg lock, right?
0: He's gotta be prone. i have to grapple. You have to have him grappled and then restrained. So the leg lock is really Gosh. just making that restraint check. So you could grapple okay. him right now as an attack. If you have attacks left.
4: Oh, that's, I got one more attack left. Cause yeah, of how the numbers worked. I should have one more. Grapple him. yeah. Oh, grapple instead of restraint? Okay, yeah, okay. restraint is All like right, uh, grapple times two. Okay, well, we're grappling, baby! What advantage.
0: So you roll acrobatics, it would roll athletics, but it's stunned.
4: Oh, okay. Here's the acrobatics. A 19, that's gotta be something.
0: All right, let me see what happens here with this thing being stunned, incapacitated. Can't move, can't speak. If it can't move, it cannot put up a struggle, right?
4: I mean, that's what I would say, but I'm biased.
0: I'm gonna say you're able to lock in the the grapple, so next round, if you're still right there, you'd be able to put on that figure four leg lock.
4: Boys, I'm gonna make them tap! I'm gonna make them tap! All right, that's my whole turn, Thanks. All
0: right. (laughs) Meanwhile, from inside the uh, the room here, a a lonely swarm of spiders wonders where everyone went,
1: and it goes back (laughs) to its web.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Wendell the Wombat and friends. Ah,
1: yes. So many friends. Okay, yeah. So let's start off with the undead spirit. Okay. Rotting Claw. What's advantage? 19. That is a hit. (coughs) yeah. Yes. Ooh, he might be paralyzed. And he's got to save against a 15 spell DC or be paralyzed until the end of his next turn.
0: He rolls a natural one. Yes! Oh
2: my God! Wow. Let's go. So he's poisoned, stunned, stunned and paralyzed. And paralyzed. This is the <laughs> worst day of
4: his life. By Holy far. shit!
3: <laughs> yeah. We
4: should
3: just start him okay. on fire, no man. <laughs> so now, because he's paralyzed, any attacks that hit him automatically crit. crit. Yep. Oh, are
4: you? St-
0: yeah, that's what paralyzed nice.
4: does. Oh hell yeah!
0: <laughs> okay, that's ten slashing damage. All right. Is that, uh, that would be a critical hit, correct?
1: No, because that's what oh, made right. him paralyzed.
3: Okay. Yeah, but Crokey's attack is going to auto crit if he hits.
1: Oh, you know Crokey's going to hit. All right. <laughs> Here we go, Crokey. Crokey's not super worried about uh, getting poisoned, but I guess he could still move. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right there. Right, Croaky. Come on, we're gonna finish this troll off. How does he hit him? Yeah, he does like a like a throat punch. <laughs> <laughs> karate chop.
4: Croaky's a monster. Yeah. well.
1: zombie karate chop. <laughs> <laughs> he,
4: he did
1: six bludgeoning damage. All right, it hits. Six bludgeoning damage. Slow. Nope, that's a crit. Roll it again. Another three points of damage. So that's a total of nine bludgeoning damage. They're beating him up. Beatin' up real good. All right, you're doing a great
0: job. You figure, based on the way the troll looks, that you might have him about half dead.
3: Oh, Too bad he regenerates. Well, for now. Mm.
1: Now, um, how does it work uh, when I'm commanding both of these guys? I didn't have to actually tell them to do anything this turn. That was kind of like they were still doing what I told them to do last turn. So it's ca- yeah, it's kind of an so. instantaneous thing as far as I am concerned, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I really wanna, I just wanna do a bit of damage. They don't like fire. I don't think they like fire, right? Uh, Wendell's gonna, f- he's enjoying the fire bolting today. All right. <laughs> Got a nice long range too.
4: If you set him on fire and I'm wrapped up in his legs, would that burn me no. before we- No,
1: it's a fire bolt. <laughs> okay. So
0: it's a. Oh, okay.
4: uh, like a hot arrow. All right, just double check it.
3: So because he's prone, uh-huh. if you make a attack from further than five feet away, you have disadvantage because he's paralyzed and stunned. You have advantage. So that cancels it out. So it's just a normal roll. However, if you get within five feet of him and shoot him with a ranged attack, normally that would give you disadvantage because ranged attacks have disadvantage within within five feet of an enemy, but he's incapacitated. So that no longer happens. So the best thing for you to do is to get within five feet because then you have advantage on your attack.
1: Okay, I'm going to go hang out with Kroki. Do this from five feet now. Do I get advantage? Yes. All right 19 to hit.
0: That is a hit Sizzle Woo! sizzle
1: Sizzle it? sizzle, and that is going to do I can't believe I only rolled two damage. That means I rolled two ones yeah, you gotta, I assume. So you rolled two
0: d10s. They were both ones, but it was a critical <laughs> hit wow. So you roll those two d10s again. Oh, yeah, come on two tens come on
1: 12 more damage All right, all right that's all not right. All right. Bernie, Bernie. Yeah.
0: Bernie, Bernie. All right. It's nasty flesh sizzles and pops open as the sizzling firebolts hit it. And uh, anything else for Wendell? Who is uh, the undead spirit hasn't gone yet, has it? Or did? right no, off the No, it did. Yeah, yep. says, okay. Paralyzed the crap out of him. Oh, God. I can't <laughs> wait for you to have five different things going at the same time. That'll be so, <laughs> so <laughs> testing for me. Alright, uh the swarm of spiders that is Yeah, don't inside. yell at me
2: for long rounds anymore.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the swarm of spiders that was inside uh, the the building that had been attacking Wendell uh, sees Clubhead moving toward it, so it it scurries forward towards
1: Clubhead into his ten feet range. Oh uh to be fair, they should have gotten an attack of opportunity on Wendell because he moved. Okay. Uh, Yeah, they would have hit you for six piercing damage.
0: Well. Retcon that. Wendell has some spider bites on his legs.
1: That's fine. Only four real damage. Wendell's used to being bit by insects. You know, he grew up getting bit by insects all night long.
0: So that swarm of spiders that did that damage to you with their opportunity attack have moved over to Clubhead, who's headed toward the door, and they are going to attack him. But they got to make a con save, which they do not succeed. And they take five necrotic damage. As all of the spiders curl up with their little legs folded like they do, yeah, they're dead. (laughs) Excellent work. Oh, I got a kill. See, you weren't worthless in this fight.
1: Yay. (laughs) Clubhead the spider killer. (laughs) Hell yeah.
0: All right, anything else for Clubhead? Well, actually, yeah, you have your whole turn. Yeah, sorry, it's your turn. Oh,
3: it's (laughs) my turn. Okay,
1: your whole turn ahead of you, Clubhead. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm gonna move up. I don't think I can quite get into melee with it because uh, I was so I was still really far inside of that uh, that building there. But you know, I could still. I got a ranged attack I can do. Okay. I think I'm gonna go ahead and do that. That's gonna be
0: chill touch, oh, baby. Yeah.
3: Chill touch. A
0: ghastly mushroom infused ghost hand
3: of Chill Touch. <laughs> exactly, and that is a 26 to hit for seven necrotic. I don't auto crit because I'm not within five feet.
0: Oh, well, that's,
3: but that's fine. In case this is some magical special type of troll that its regeneration is not shut off by fire, uh, Chill Touch makes it so it cannot heal in its next turn.
0: Yeah, so it it already couldn't regenerate because of the fire bolt that Wendell hit it with, the fire that Wendell hit it with, and now you've hit it with that, so... Yeah. Marvelous. That's it for me.
1: This troll can't do anything except take damage and die. (laughs) Pretty much.
3: (laughs) We've been been disrespecting this troll hard.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. Uh, And nothing else for Clubhead, I presume? That's it. The... On his turn, thinks about his family and how he he, was—he, oh, he was—he was just trying to do his best by by his kids. He's got nine kids, and yeah, he was just—he came outside because he heard something. He thought this could be it. This could be my big
1: payday, and uh, now uh, he's alone in his thoughts, paralyzed and. He tries to get up, but then suddenly the the words of Bunny Depayne echo in his head and, he's, and, he's, and he can't move. He's just, oh, too much.
4: How did he know about my dad's loose leg? Uh, has, is is it legs. genetic?
0: Do I need to get my legs tightened? Uh, he, has, he himself has a loose leg because you know Bunny's got him in a figure four leg lock, so and it's not gonna get any. It's not gonna get any tighter.
2: All right, yeah, and you know what they say: loose legs sink eggs. That's right. That's That's right. Loose legs, stink Stink
0: eggs.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's right.
1: Hey, Silbeth, why'd you run away from this thing? It's not even
2: dangerous. Get over here. Alright, Silbeth, it's your turn. Okay, that that gives me another uh,
3: point of emotion. (laughs) (laughs) The real troll was the friends we made along the way.
4: Inspiration for Emery. Dang! Hell yes. yes.
2: Alright. Safe for now. (laughs)
0: <laughs> what are you up to now? Three? I am up to three. Okay. You got a twelve, so okay. Yep, alright.
2: Alright, I'm gonna rush up and blast him with a chaos bolt. Alright, do it! Oh boy. Don't stand next there to the end un- Oh, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. late. <laughs> alright, here we go. Chaos bolt at level three. All right.
0: Oh, yeah, baby. You're in melee range, so that, that means it's a writ? Yeah. The yes. thing's still paralyzed, yeah. yeah he's still paralyzed. Uh, wait. The paralyzation was from what? The undead spirits. Okay, uh, yes. Rotting claw.
1: Dead spirit.
0: Rotting Claw. Let me just take a
1: quick peek at this. Till the end of its next turn. End of its next turn. So it is no longer paralyzed. Because that was the end of its next turn. It's still stunned though. So you still have advantage. Still
0: stunned stunned because Bunny hasn't had his turn and still poisoned. Okay. And I should have better markers so that I remember that shit. But you did hit and uh, that is 18 points of damage. Yes. And I'll make it fire damage. Okay.
3: So mean. So mean.
0: <laughs> All right. This troll is almost dead. And I'm going to run away. <laughs> 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 the troll desperately wants to make an opportunity attack, but God, my dad's legs loose. What does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> Anything else for Silbeth? Uh, that's it. All right. All right. bunny. You got your troll grappled here in front of you. What you want to do now is make a, an acrobatics check, try to lock it, cinch in that figure four.
4: There's nowhere to hide, you loose legged bastard. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a 15, that All works! Right. Oh gosh, it's stunned until the end of your turn, is that correct? Yeah, yes. So sir. nasty. <laughs>
3: Automatically fails, strength and dex saves. Oh! Uh, and it's Strengthi- incapacitated.
0: Incapacitated means it can't make a strength <laughs> check, an athletics check.
3: Yeah, I would say that's true. So yeah. your
0: figure four leg lock, no resistance at all. Roll that damage. What? As you tear oh. the ligaments of the troll's knees apart.
4: <laughs> oh, here we go. I'm taking it home with me.
0: So you have already cinched the figure four leg lock, and you're ripping the tendons and ligaments of his knees apart as you've tightened the figure four leg lock for 13 damage.
4: You, There's not what to hide, baby. As his legs snap oh, off of his body,
0: <laughs> I want you to roll a d20.
4: <laughs>
1: okay. <sighs> Get it! The troll doesn't even put up a fight as
4: ice cold oh. takes him down. I rolled a nine, give me this leg, boy. You don't, you ain't doing nothing with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, his legs have broken off of his body. His inky, inky blood pours into the, the weeds that he's lying in. Let's see here. All right, it is unconscious slash dying. But we won't find out for sure if you're successful until the end of his next turn. Don't I get one more? Oh, yeah, you get you, another attack. It'll be an automatic crit and a death save fail.
4: Should I just do the d20 or just hit the...
0: Oh, yeah, d20. Oh, hell yeah,
4: here we go. Here we go! Yeah.
0: You could deal the force damage again.
4: Oh, that's the reason to use the paracoin at this point. This guy, is, he's, he's cooked. His boots are fully cooked. I'm just rolling the d20. Give me something decent. 14 on his head. All there
0: right. we go. So one of his legs was ripped off with the first figure four. So then you roll over and kind of tighten it again, and rip <laughs> the yeah. other leg off at the knee. So I he's came off.
4: back for seconds. That's my turn.
0: <laughs> horrible, horrible troll. So
3: yeah, I mean, if it's at zero hit points and it took fire damage, yep. then it won't be able to
0: regenerate. So it That's should right. be dead. Yeah, it's not moving and it's missing its legs. <laughs> and as you look down at it, Wendell, uh, your, your buddy, your best friend in the world, croaky at your side and undead spirit, new friend you made. Uh, what do you do?
1: It appears as though combat is ended. Wendell counts down. He's like 10, 9, 8, 7. Counts all the way down to 1. The troll does not get up. He raises Bunny DePain's arm over to the
4: <laughs> early <tap>
1: <laughs> The winner is the whoop whoop
0: troop!
4: Whoop-whoop! Whoop whoop
0: Ding 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 ding. What an excellent match. And you, a bunny DePayne killed a guy, killed a troll with a figure four leg lock. Incredible. <laughs> that is the oh, yeah. end of combat. Congratulations, guys! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, thought that,
3: I thought that troll would be much harder. But hey, no,
4: for real. For yeah. real.
3: That stunning strike. That is a that yeah. is a game changer right there.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh man,
4: hell yeah. That was
0: a troll ender. trollender. Trollender. <laughs> All right. So, as the uh, combat comes to an end and you you're relishing your your big victory, uh, here's what you guys find, because I'm assuming you're gonna search everything, give it a really good once over. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You go into this mining building, the first place you go in, the mining building. Uh, most of the crates hold mining gear, like pulleys and ropes and wooden tool handles, things like that. A lot of it's rusted or rotted and kind of worthless. Uh, but if you spend enough time, you'll find enough rope that could be 50 feet worth of hemp and rope. Uh, you find a couple of wooden tool handles that you could use as clubs, makeshift. You could make, turn them into torches. Uh, you find a couple of pulleys that aren't too terribly rusted. So if somebody wants to write down two pulleys, 50 feet of rope, and uh, three wooden tool handles, and then you know whatever you want to do with the tool handles, we'll leave it up to your imagination. The workbenches are mostly bare, but a long round metal bar is laying across one of them. It's about a meter long with a wooden handle on one end. On the ground, near one of the blacksmith stations, is a metal gear about 10 inches across. It's missing a few teeth, it's covered in rust, but it's interesting and it's laying right there on the ground. It's solid, more or less? Yeah, solid, like iron or metal gear.
2: Ah, uh, I get it. I get it. Ah, uh, <laughs>
0: that's a joke. Uh, I get it too. I take away your inspiration.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, joke's on
0: you, I already had one, so... Oh. Scouring the drawers and cabinets around the benches, you find a set of leatherworking tools and a set of cobbler's tools. They're in really good shape. They're in wooden cases and they were inside of the drawers. So they're, they're worth about five gold each. But if you have a proficiency, hey, you got yourself some tools. Nice. And because you are taking very good care to search everything, you find a small clay jug marked with a Dwarvish word, which reads...
3: (gasps) Do I speak Dwarvish? I don't think I do.
0: I think one of you speaks Dwarvish. And I don't remember which one. Uh, Not me. We got any
4: Dwarvish people in the crowd? Anybody, anybody.
0: I do not. I really should have asked first if anyone speaks Dwarvish before telling (laughs) you what it
4: says.
0: (laughs) Nope. Nobody. Nah. Okay, well let me do this for the podcast. A small clay jug marked in Dwarvish. Do any of you speak Dwarvish? No, sir. Nope. I speak Druish. Yeah. Alright. Oh, so unless somebody has comprehend languages, uh, nobody can read what it says on this little clay jug.
1: Hmm. I guess oh. we'll just pour it on Clubhead and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i got to leave the other thing in the podcast okay that's fine (laughs) fine. if I believe both of them it's going to be kind of funny so okay and now I've explained the joke oh shit okay a search of the mine carts reveals that they're all empty and most of them are in pretty rough shape from the rain and the elements coming through the holes in the roof but if you take some time and you're kind of handy you might be able to get one or more of these mine carts functional should you wish to do that for some reason Searching the barrels around the room, you find a lot of chunks of iron ore in them and there are ingots of iron that sit in rusty stacks near the smelters and forges. There's uh, plenty of pickaxe heads. Bunny is fully aware of this. Uh, those are near the forges and some are stacked near the uh, workbenches. There's some stacked timbers for mine support, uh, like tunnel support. Those are all stacked along the back wall. and. Because you're taking such care to look, you do find, under a tarp, a small wooden box hidden under some debris. Ooh. On the uh, top of the box, etched on a brass plate, are the words, Property of Turtle and Crow.
1: Oh. Oh, okay. this is what we're looking who, for.
2: Who was who the last person to open one of these? I haven't in quite a while. Open it.
4: Okay, right.
0: Brad. Give me a roll for the table of potentially decent random stuff.
3: I like how we just open other people's mail. It's like who cares. <laughs> fourteen.
0: All right, a fourteen. You find an unusual-looking silver coin bearing unfamiliar markings. All
4: right. It's dwarfish again.
0: <laughs> we
4: made a dwarf.
2: <laughs> do uh, do I recognize what language it is, or?
0: Uh, give me a history check. All right, seventeen. You think that it might be like a demonic language? I know Abyssal. Okay, then it, then you are able to uh, to read what it says on the coin. It says uh, five cents.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: <laughs> a demonic okay. nickel. Yeah. If you know, if you need to make a tough decision, you can just flip that coin and absolutely 50/50 oh, <laughs> 50, 50 chance cool like yeah if you need to figure out if you if you're going to surge or not maybe you can use that <laughs> a little gift from uh, turtle and crow on the awesome eventually decent <laughs> well i knew stuff.
2: my abyssal would come in handy at some point yeah
0: all right so uh, you search the troll you find that it was carrying a leather satchel attached to its rope belt the letters ww are embossed on the flap of the satchel
3: Wendell Wallet! Covered-
0: oh is it? Uh-huh. The satchel is covered in filth. It's dripping with foul juices.
1: Oh, well, that doesn't look familiar. <laughs> Those aren't your foul juices? I don't think so. Whoop whoop. Whoop, Maybe that is ours. How would that have gotten out here?
3: <laughs> well, we should look
1: inside.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I'll look inside. inside. <laughs> I,
0: I grew up amongst foul juices. They don't bother me. All right. Clubhead opens it up, and inside you find a few dead rats covered in maggots. Delicious. Probably, gift, probably gifts for the trolls. Many children. And a uh, secret pouch. A secret pouch. There's <gasps> a gift in here from the Wizard Weary. Mm. Oh! Mm. Of course, Wizard
3: Weary. Oh, WW, Wizard yeah. Weary. Uh, well, I'll open the secret pouch. All right, let's see what you
0: find. A six.
1: Whoa! Six, six. Big a old roll six.
0: Roll oh, So you it, find a rawhide cord upon which is strung six small sharp shark teeth. Whoa! <laughs> A cool necklace. We got a <laughs> cool shark tooth necklace.
1: I thought uh, it was gonna be a one pence coin that's been shat on several times. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: nope. And that, this is mine.
3: I immediately put it on. Right. Let's hope it's not <laughs> cursed. All right, I'm gonna make a couple of rolls
0: uh, here, real quick in uh, private, oh, great. Uh, in, uh, just to see if they're cursed you guys have been so lucky nothing uh you know every now and then will kind of reveal like oh yeah everything's nothing's been cursed sounds exactly
3: what you would say if we had been cursed though yeah
0: (laughs) well yeah because i say like you'll know when you know right
3: yeah like when i wake up tomorrow morning and i have fins and a scent for blood (laughs) dude
4: if you become clubhead the street shark i'm gonna lose my mind (laughs) oh my god that'd be so cool Uh, (laughs)
0: All right, so I need to know right now, what do you do? Do you go and uh, check out the mine, or are you going to just kind of rest here, long rest, maybe inside this semi-secure building?
3: Well, I don't think we need a long rest, right? I don't know about you guys, but I haven't used basically anything. Well,
4: I got two cold points left, but, um, I mean, it's not like I'm really gonna...
1: When do they come back?
4: Oh, actually, let me double check. I used
1: three spells, but... Yeah, I used a couple spells. I mean, you know... I mean,
4: yeah, I, I think I'll be fine. Okay.
2: Wouldn't be the end of the world. I mean, I think it depends on what our plans are whether
3: I would want a, a long rest or not. Like fair, like if we're if we're going to dive into the mines, we probably do want to be fully rested for that. Yeah, I think if so. we're going to
2: go into the mines or the tower, we should probably long rest. Yeah, fair enough.
0: So you'd have enough, yeah, if you wanted to just like look in the entrance room of the mines, you could do that mm-hmm. and then, you know. Sure. I'll do that. Okay, and then you could say, "Oh, well, then maybe head to the tower." Okay. So the entry room of the Flark Mines was once a cavernous natural cave, judging by the ceiling and the walls. But thanks to dwarven stonecraft, the floor is worked to a smooth, level finish. You follow the tracks inside. You know the ones for the mine carts. There's no natural light, save for what comes in through the massive open stone doors. Rock slides, the elements, rodents, beasts, monsters, and the occasional hero has left evidence of their presence here in the dust and debris on the floor. you got footprints and stains and piles of bones and debris scattered about. On the wall, barely visible, is a painted mural depicting a mining operation underway. You can't make out much, but there appears to be some miners riding in a mine cart, and one dwarven miner with a long red beard holding up a large diamond. The words FLARK and COLLECTIVE are barely recognizable. At the bottom of the mural, the words SAFETY IS OUR TOP PRIORITY are still quite legible. The minecart tracks continue into the room, and in the middle of the room, they split to the left and the right. There's a switching mechanism on the floor where the tracks converge, but there's no handle and appears to be pretty rusted. The tracks continue into the darkness. To the left, the tracks continue into a tunnel at this same level grade. To the right, the tracks continue at grade for about 100 feet into a tunnel with small offshoot tunnels every 20 feet or so into the dark, cold damp of the mine. Now, the ones of you who don't have dark vision don't see all of that, but I'm sure you'll explain it to them, the ones that do. The smell here in this entry room is pretty foul. It's coming from a pile of timbers and other debris, stacked and covered with glistening slime. It reminds you of Mossass's hut down in the Moistlands. It's got an opening on it, about wide enough for someone to enter, should you wish to do that. And that is where we will end this episode of the Valley of Green Gold. And that is episode 48 of The Valley of Green Gold. And I have a secret I need to share with you. That Abyssal Nickel is cursed. Yes, I rolled a one on that. And going into our next two episodes, I know that. You know that, and Brad knows that that nickel is cursed. Brad knows that nickel is cursed because in the Game Master's Book of Astonishing Random Tables by Ben Egloff, I rolled a 34 on the Curses Table, and 34 is... You Stop Believing Magic Exists. And for a character like Silbeth to stop believing magic exists and then witness magic or hear about magic could be kind of traumatic and scary and shocking. And for Silbeth being scared or frightened or shocked, well, you know what's going to happen. Episode 49 is very interesting. And episode 50 is even more interesting. And I think you're going to love them. Uh, Emery, Aaron and Dion did not know that that nickel was cursed and they certainly did not expect what happens. And that's pretty obvious. So you know it. You can enjoy it but they might not have enjoyed it very much if I'm being completely honest. So that is what's going to be happening, and I needed to share that with you. In the meantime, we have launched our brand new Season 3 live stream adventure in which our characters, our brand new characters, find themselves in Barovia for the beginning of a fun, highly modified take on Curse of Strahd, which none of us have played. Now, you can watch that first session. The link is on our website, ratedrpgpodcast.com, and we hope you can join us on the last Tuesday evening of the month for our next session. Thank you to our Patreon supporters for making Rated RPG happen: Highbrow Lou Brew, Ambrosia, Nightfall, and Unknown. The rations and adventuring gear are much appreciated. Many thanks to our gorgeous Phoenix Brigade-tier members in good standing, Anna, Mongoose, and Scott McGrath. All hail the GPB. Many thanks to Lord Deputy Chris fail and the Duke of Lux, the Wizard Weary. And to the Duke's Turtle and Crow, thank you as well, even though that nickel is cursed. The dice decide, right? And the dice have decided our next session is going to be really crazy. Thanks to our Merchant Harbor Gazette tier supporters Super Justin64, Sean Duncan, Spidey Mouse, Jackson Wynn, and Brian Smallberries. Life on Crow Island can be dangerous, and for some people it's downright deadly. Remember that ogre with the swollen testicles, the one that got away from the Whoop Whoop troop a while back? Well, word is that it lives in a cave not far from town, and that has become quite the attraction for local teenagers who like to shout things into the cave and then run away. It's big fun. But to put an end to it, a concerned parent got a scroll of fireball and launched it into the cave, and there was a huge explosion. Turns out it wasn't the ogre after all. It was Great White Spark and Ray the Lazy Elf, and they've been operating an illegal moon juice distillery in there. The whole thing exploded. The bits and pieces we found outside on the ground have been lovingly placed into the bucket of friends. So RIP to Great White Spark and Ray the Lazy Elf, we'll get you resurrected as soon as we can. On behalf of everyone around Ye Old Gaming Table, thank you for enjoying the Rated RPG Podcast.